In Between the Niches is where we talk about faith and family and finance and friends and real stories about life. And today we're going to hear another great story about how someone lives their life in between the niches. In Between the Niches is sponsored by Integrated Investment Systems. Thanks for joining us again. Today we're going to visit with my friend Fred that we've I've known for years. And actually he was a family friend um, the, to the family I married into way before I knew him. So we've got to definitely have a long history. And Fred has a what I consider to be a very interesting topic. A lot of people are concerned with what about the how do I get on Obamacare? How does that work for me? The the Affordable Care Act. And a lot of people have voice some frustration with it, but you've actually got a pretty amazing story on how you made it work and how thorough it was. Um, so Fred, tell us a little bit about what you have, how it works, and let's kind of dissect it and reverse order from there. Okay, Ron. Well, uh, as you said, the Affordable Care Act and, and Obamacare is the same thing. They're two different names. You can refer to it either one. And uh, we utilize it, my wife and I, uh, about five years ago, uh, I was thinking about retiring. And uh, my wife had already retired, and uh, we would have no health insurance, medical insurance, health insurance after my retirement. And so we knew that our options were to the open market and buy insurance, Ron, or to utilize the Affordable Care Act. And so that's when the due diligence started. And after, I'd like to talk a little bit on exactly where we're at now within the Affordable Care Act. Today, we've been using it for five years. Uh, I used it for one year and then went, was able, eligible for Medicare. My wife is still on the Affordable Care Act and will be for another three years before she is eligible for Medicare. So that is a long period. So I did a lot of research and a lot of study on how we're going to make this work for us. Whether you like the Affordable Care Act or whether you don't, it's there and since it has parameters, the objective was to make this system work best for my family. So I would like to talk exactly where we stand today, uh, Ron. Yeah, what, what, what is your, as few years into this, now that you're using it and utilizing it, tell us some scenarios. Well, today, um, for 2019, we signed up for the Affordable Care Act, did the work, that we, some of the same work that we've done the past four years. And uh, just so that everyone knows that we took a policy through the Affordable Care Act, uh, through Health Alliance, and that policy, uh, we pay a $248 a month premium. Okay. That, uh, with that premium, we receive it. the premium uh, and, and the policy is $6,000 deductible and a $6,000 out-of-pocket. Now, that may sound like a, a, a large out-of-pocket and or a large deductible, but if you went to the open marketplace, that's exactly what exists today. Right. Uh, anytime you go below the 6000 and maybe a $3,000 deductible, you will pay a lot of money. Now, and it wasn't just as simple as just this is the plan we want. You had to do some other thinking and planning and strategizing to make sure you qualified for the plan at that level, correct? Certainly. It is driven uh, now, the reason the, the, the premiums is $248. Now, I want to tell you this, too, that uh, if you go to the open marketplace and you buy insurance or even through the Affordable Care Act and you buy insurance, 
without the tax credits that is that exists within the program, uh, that same policy that we have today would cost approximately $14,000 a year, wow. a little over $1,300 a month. And remember, we're paying $248 right. by utilizing the Affordable Care Act. Now, what did you have to do to an order? And, and if I get out of order of where you want to go with this, feel free to say, hey, let me start here first. But what kind of things did you have to do to qualify for those credits? Okay. that it, And as I said, it is driven completely by your taxable income. So after retirement, or actually prior to retirement, I'm going to back to where, where we started. I did a lot of reading and research prior to retirement while we still had uh, company uh, health insurance. And I, 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 I tried to understand the Affordable Care Act and, and knew that there was a plateau of taxable income that if you went over the, that plateau of income, then you paid the full $14,000 a month uh, premiums. And that, and that also... Oh, I'm sorry, I, I misspoke. $14,000 a year, $1,350 a, a month. And that also dictated some of your decisions with your investments for retirement too, didn't it? Oh, it certainly did. In fact, because of the taxable income, you have to take uh, uh, into consideration a Social Security. Uh, that's a taxable income. Uh, my wife has a small pension from where she worked. That's taxable income. Interest is taxable income. So, and, and you've got to keep that taxable income at a certain rate. And I'm going to tell you what that rate is. In 2019, it is $64,000 taxable income. Anything under $64,000, you're eligible for tax credits. Okay. Which buys your premium down. Which drives your premium down. Uh, we set our taxable income at $62,000. We tried to, that's our, that was our goal to set our taxable income at $62,000. And we were able to control that income by a couple of ways, utilizing uh, uh, our investment strategies through, through our tax, through our investment advisors, and uh, in order to keep that, now it, it's it's imperative that you stay below the sixty four thousand. Because it gets pretty painful if you go above. It, it gets very painful because you in the policy we have today, it's two hundred forty eight dollars a month, six thousand uh, dollar deductible. If we do our taxes at the end of two thousand nineteen, and our taxable income is over sixty four thousand dollars, they will then go back and recoup all of that $14,000 through our taxes at the end of the year. Wow. And so you have to be very careful. And, and it, one of the funny things is that my, my wife and I, we go to the Chiefs games or we go to a Cardinal baseball game or we even go to the local high school football games. They always have a 50-50 drawing. We can't enter the 50-50 drawing because if we do and we would win at the Chiefs game and we would win $5,000, they would send a 1099 to the IRS my taxable income goes up by $5,000. Nothing I can do. I'm over the plateau. Wow. Now, here's how your investment team can help you. Okay. Okay. With the due diligence I did, I knew that we need to make $62,000. So I took the money, the, my, my wife's um, retirement, uh, my Social Security, and the, the income from interest that we are receiving and determine how much money we would make. Now I want as much as I can because my wife, uh, she worked 38 years and she likes to put her sand or feet in the sand every year, somewhere right. very warm. Right. And so, and expensive and expensive. So <laughs> to, to, to have a $62,000 taxable income, 
that is probably a fifty-two, $55,000 a year uh, net income after taxes. Hard to do. Pick a vacation to, uh, to Jamaica when you are have a, have a mortgage and you have a car payment right. on that income. And you say, well, I've got all this money that I've got invested. Uh, how am I going to get this? I mean, it's my money, but yet I can't spend it, which is correct during the Affordable Care Act. But what I did in order to, to circumvent that is prior to retirement, I sold and I talked to my advisor and, and said, You're gonna, it's going to sound crazy, but I want to sell some stock take a certain amount of money, a large amount of money, and put it, pay the taxes while I'm working, and put it into a money market. Right. And and my money manager says, why would you put it in a money market? If you're going to take that money and sell that stock, why don't you let me invest it? Well, the reason being, even though I, I need to pay the taxes on it, if I invested it, anything that I receive on investment is taxable income. And I got to keep my taxable income below sixty-four thousand dollars. So I would I moved a large amount of money into a money market, and it, it so it's just sitting there. And so I take, and not making not making one percent, one and a half percent, whatever money. If you're lucky, I don't want it. Oddly that, enough, I do not want it to make any more that's than right. that. I can't. Right. I can't afford for it to make more money. Right. Uh, so uh, I take my taxable my my our Social Security. My wife's pension, uh, a small pension that I have, and it comes up to $62,000. That's not enough in order to go to Jamaica every year. In fact, my wife and I just got back from two weeks from Hawaii. Right. Now, how did you do that, Fred, on $55,000 net income a year? Well, in that money market, I estimated what I need. So uh, we we make our money. We make our $62,000 a year. Then I supplement that out of the money market every month. It may be thousand dollars that may be two thousand dollars right but but that's non-taxable it's already been taxed already paid so i can utilize that and still maintain the underneath the plateau and one other way i did it was what's going to happen this coming year we have to make another move that's been simple for four years and it's worked and i've got enough money still in that money market to carry us we feel through uh, uh my wife going on on medicare right and we can then get off of the Affordable Care Act. Well, this year, she is eligible for Social Security. She turned 62 this year. So I'm thinking, man, how am I going to do this? I, I've got, uh, if she signs up for Social Security, then that's going to put me over the $64,000. So right. how, how are we going to work this, Fred, to make it work? So what I did was, uh, as as I said, we were, we have our social security, we have a small pension, and then I am with, I'm withdrawing money from my portfolio every month right? Uh, that I pay taxes on to reach us to reach the $64,000 and to have the, the maximum amount of money we can make without going over that plateau. Uh, so I talked to my, uh, my money advisor and uh, uh, what we're going to do now, my wife is going to file for social security. His advice is to, here's, here's the way to do it. Have, have your wife sign up for Social Security, put that in as a income and it's taxable income. Then we right. reduce reduce our withdrawal from our portfolio by the exact same amount that my wife is going to receive in Social Security. Now we maintain the sixty two thousand dollar taxable income below the sixty four thousand. Putting less stress on your portfolio, allowing it to accumulate a little bit more, even though it's been working fine, 
And and speaking of your portfolio, the interesting thing is how many times did you have to rework your portfolio to make it with an income plan to make this work out for you? Well, it's almost every year, but it's probably three, maybe four times. I think three times we worked, uh, adjusted the the income that we would be be receiving from that. And it's going to change again uh, right. the first of the year because my wife is going to, and, and there's another thing you have to be careful. Uh, she's going to sign up for Social Security. She turns 62 in August. We're not going to pull our Social Security till 2020 right. because we've already set what our income is going to be for 2019. And once you've set it for 2019, you can't go over it. You can't. If you if you do go over it, they're going to come back and hit you on your taxes for the $14,000 you owe them for premiums right. because you went over the tax. So, and your wife's younger than you. Yes. And so you end up, went, we it actually went from, here's an income plan, here's a budget that will work for us, uh-oh, we've got this with the Affordable Care Act. And then there was another, well, that doesn't quite work well. So now we've got to really change it where we want X amount of dollars now and then taper those off as we go through retirement mm-hmm. and all those parameters had to line up. And let me ask you this, how understanding were the people over the phone and when you first started with the Affordable Care Act to get them to understand your situation? Well, and that and that's a story that uh, all on its own, I could go for another half an hour with that one. But uh, when, when the Affordable Care Act went into place, and, and, and let me paraphrase this with today, it is very simple. And I got a couple of keys at the end of this for, for anyone to be, be interested on how, how, to, how to achieve where we're, where we're at. And if you wouldn't mind, and, and everybody stick to the end, because I'm going to have Fred give you a few things to hold your hand through the minefield, if you will, to make sure here's some good tips for you. So I'm yep. sorry, go ahead. But but the in the beginning... The Affordable Care Act, the 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 call the call center that you would contact the Affordable Care Act, the uh, customer service reps that answered the phone. Uh, I'm not picking on them, but they had short training, and they read script back to you. And there are a lot of pitfalls that you certainly uh, uh, could fall into by listening to their scripts. Uh, a simple one is: Does my doctor covered? Uh, the first time we signed up uh, for the Affordable Care Act, I entered in. In fact, let me back up a minute. When you sign up for the Affordable Care Act, you need to go to the website. The website, and write this down, everyone, is healthcare.gov. And why it's so important, there are so many insurance companies out there that if you put in Obamacare, you will not get the marketplace or the government-run website. You will right. get an insurance website. You put your name and your phone number in there, and then you will be getting phone calls from every insurance company that exists trying to get you to sign up through them. Right. And you can still find out, sign up through the Affordable Care Act through them, but they're going to get their bite out of it if right. you do. So the thing to do is go to the healthcare.gov and follow those instructions. Okay. That's the only one you want to use. But when I got there, uh, I, I, I picked out a policy that we thought would, would fit what we were planning and uh, entered my doctor's name, uh, Doctor So and So in this town, USA. This town, USA, and the hospital, right? And the and the pharmacy used uh, the Affordable Care Act said not covered. This doctor is not covered under this insurance policy. One, I thought, my goodness, that doesn't make sense. Uh, so I I actually called our healthcare provider, our hospital. And our pharmacy and said, did you take this particular type of insurance? I don't mind saying it. It is Health Alliance. They said, oh, yes, under Obamacare or under Affordable Care Act, we take that insurance. Even, Even though, though, they though didn't the marketplace 
said, no, we do right. not. So I called the marketplace back and I said, you know, I ran into this issue. And the response I got was they read a script to me. Right. It, was, it had nothing to pertain to anything so I was asking asked. that right. I asked. Right. So uh, I, 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 my due diligence got us through. We got the right insurance. We got the right doctor. Now I will say today, I if I called or you called or anyone called, you're getting more uh, educated about the subject we're talking they've been about. Doing it for a while. Yes, now. they've been doing it for a while. They're educated about what they're doing. They're not just reading a script back to you. They're they understand. They've received these phone calls, and and they're extremely helpful in 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 finding it. And they know that the it's called the marketplace where you can look at all of the different. Uh, policies that are available and the costs for each one. And you can compare the ones you want with the provider that you want. It's much simpler now, but what still exists is that $64,000 plateau. That was for 2019. I say that 2020, we won't know because you, you sign up for the affordable care act between November 1st and December 15th. Right. You must sign up in in that time period and your insurance company then and, and receive your tax credits. Now, here's another key, Ron, sure. about, about being approved for these tax credits. You can't just say, I'm going to make $62,000 a year, so I get all these tax credits. And you have then to prove I, it. You have to prove it. Okay, how now, do you do that? Well, this, this, was the, this was probably the most frustrating thing, Ron, that I, had, I had ever ran into was in the beginning, uh, uh, you had to prove on paper exactly what your taxable income would be. So I had to get copies of my wife's retirement, my small retirement, uh, our social security, my social security income documentation, my interest from anything that we have in small savings account, even a checking account. Uh, I had to get documentation for that uh, and documentation from uh, my, 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 my money manager on what I was pulling from my with, uh, portfolio each month. All of that had to be documented. Mm-hmm. You had to have copies of it, and you had to send it in to the Affordable Care Act, which is in Kentucky. And I sent it in the first year, actually the first two years. They called me and says, we, we need that documentation or we can't give you the tax credit. I said, I sent it to you. We did not receive it. So be sure and take copies of everything you, you do said, right. and exactly how you do it. So I redid all the copies, sent it registered mail where they had to sign for it. I right. sent it to them again. Now you got a deadline. You've got to get it in or they don't accept it. Right. And that's in March. I think that deadline is. And so I sent it a second time registered mail. They called me again. We haven't received that yet. You need to get that in or you're, you're going to go past the March. I, I sent it registered mail. I've got a document saying you signed for it. I'm sorry. Wow. You, we did not receive that. So I finally called. Now, this is how frustrated I was, and I've shared this with you before, Ron, right. in the beginning. And I, I finally asked for a supervisor on the at, at the at the call center. I got someone who said, no, we haven't received that, Fred, but I'm going to take your word for it this time. You, uh, by talking to you, I understand that you have sent it to us. I'm going to – you just tell me on the phone what your income is and, and where it all, the different uh, line items that your income comes from, and I'm going to send it through for you. That was the first year or the second year. Now – that's different. I still okay. have to send it in, right? But they've received it and accepted it. And I think time. the important thing for everybody to take away from this is because you knew the facts of where your income come, your income came from, it it was easy to understand. And just instead of getting on the phone, at, well, I think this and I think that. Well, maybe this. You had to have definite facts for them. 
Yeah, you do. And and, and it, it's just black and white. It's what it is. And you know what I did? Wrong? I, I actually made a spreadsheet mm-hmm. and, and put exhibit A. And because you got to separate mm-hmm. your wife and your, it's your household income. My income counts because even though I'm on, I'm not in the affordable book at my income counts. Right. So I actually put a exhibit A and put a little sticker. It said A and then put it on the spreadsheet. Exhibit A. Right. You know, whatever the income is and then exhibit B. And, and I actually did that and made an entire spreadsheet uh, right. that so that uh, it's made it as simple as possible for the recipient. Well, it, the other thing is you have to think for the people on the other side of the phone. Sometimes that was my thought process. And, uh, and yeah. ironically, not a guy like me, when you say a spreadsheet and exhibit a, you are way over the, my head already. I'm like, wow, that takes a lot of coordination and intelligence to do that because some people will hear, will hear that and think, I don't know if I can put a spreadsheet together of oh, all this stuff. Simple. Uh, it's simple. Uh, I, I use an Excel spreadsheet. Do it on paper. Right. right. It, it, just, just, and on it, I went to the dollar store and picked up little orange uh, uh, stickers right. and put A on it. And so <laughs> I wrote an A on it, then stuck it on the document from Social Security saying, this is Exhibit A, my Social Security income. Then on the spreadsheet, I wrote Exhibit A, uh, uh, how much money that was, and then told it at the bottom. So it, uh, it, it made it very simple for them, and that's what I tried to do because it, it is very frustrating to go through what we'd gone through the first two years. Oh, sure. It seems to be much better now. Right. And and I'm going to do it. Uh, we'll be starting that again next month. And, and you have to start over from the beginning every time, every year. Uh, you you have to go through and still so do So hang on detail. to your notes, maintain your notes. Ma- maintain them from year to year, yes. Right. Uh, although I say it's better now, but – so we have utilized this. We have made the Affordable Care Act work for us. Right. We still go on the vacations we want to go on. We still go out and dine at the places we want to dine. Yet we're, we're using the tax credits as a, uh, a way to reduce our health uh, coverage. And, and in your case, you just had to start living on some of your retirement sooner than later, like when you said you use the money market, Mm -hmm. because if you use that money market and utilize that until your wife gets on Medicare, Mm -hmm. then you don't have to worry about those parameters. Correct. In fact, and and, and we live a a very comfortable life today. It it looks like to, and I'm saying to the Affordable Care Act, it looks like we're in poverty. Right. We're under that $64,000 income for two, two home, with a home and two cars and and, and, and such that that 64,000 puts us in a poverty level almost, right. but we're not because of the work we did prior to getting onto it, getting on. So we're making it work for us. Well, you gave me a good example about uh health Alliance. You said that you recently, your yes. wife had to have x-rays. Tell us that story yeah, because a lot of times we hear, okay, it's two forty eight a month. That's great. But I got to pay 6,000 up front. Holy cow. Take it from there. I'm good. I got two, two things. I'm going to go with, with one uh, last year. We used Health Alliance, and uh, and I knew this in advance. Once again, my wife was having trouble with her knee. She was going to have to have knee replacement. So we knew that in December of 2018, okay? So 2019, I had to sign up. I'm sorry, 2017. 2018, I had to sign up for uh, the uh, Affordable Care Act. I knew what was going to happen. We're going to have a knee replacement. So I took this policy of $6,000, mm-hmm. uh Deductible six thousand dollars out of pocket when I was approved, and at that point I was paying one hundred and seventy-eight dollars a month that okay. year. Uh, and my wife got total knee replacement, and since we were meeting, and total knee replacement costs upwards of twenty thousand dollars, we paid six thousand dollars. 
but that was six. So we paid the six thousand dollars, but we had all the tests for that year that we could, that my wife could ever take. Right. Uh, right. Uh, to just because we knew it was covered, you know. So all the tests you take, we had them done because we met that threshold of six thousand dollar deductible. So we utilized the system there. This this past year, we're on the same system. But you, you, if you if you check into your insurance company, um, Health Alliance, uh, we recently received uh, X-rays. Uh, we're on six thousand dollar deductible. It also a thirty five dollar copay. So if we go to a doctor, it's only thirty five dollars. But they won't pay anything from the insurance until we we receive get to the sixty thousand six thousand dollar deductible. But Health Alliance negotiates with your health provider to reduce the costs. So my wife had a cough. She, um, the doctor says we need a chest X-ray. Her foot was bothering her. We need a, a foot X-ray because you have some arthritis. So I'm thinking, oh boy, uh, we have got uh, big expenses a, coming. You know, X-rays now and to read them, X-ray and to read them, it's very expensive. We got the bill from uh, our, our health provider, and it was nine hundred and four dollars just for the X-rays. Okay, and I'm thinking, oh boy, nine hundred and four dollars. But Health Alliance had negotiated with them, and that was reduced from uh, uh, nine hundred and four dollars to five hundred and twenty-two dollars. So our bill came to five hundred and twenty-two dollars because they had pre-negotiated X-ray reduction. If you use this insurance, we'll reduce it. And then uh, you, being the frugal guy that you are, well, I, I yes, we called our. Uh, health provider who we were going to have to pay $522 to and, and said, uh, if we do a quick pay and pay right now, will you reduce it somewhat? Yeah, we'll give you another 20% off. So just by doing due diligence through through the health the, the insurance company that you're going to use and, and, and doing your yourself a favor by just asking the question, we got a bill of $904. We paid $418. Man, that's great. And, and so – when you say the $6,000 deductible sounds like a lot, it works if you utilize the right insurance company. And, and in the marketplace, uh, on the website, you'll see all the different insurance companies and what they offer. Before you choose one, call them. They'll talk to you about what they do and how they do it. Right. And, and honestly, uh, even with no insurance coverage, or I would say no, we have a $6,000 deductible and a pharmaceutical is within that. Right. They've negotiated some of those down with our pharmacy that my wife actually on her drugs pays less than I do. And I have an insurance company doing mine. And that's something because I'm re I, I'm, I'm in Medicare and I, and I got a separate uh, drug policy, uh, policy, a part B, me, uh, you know, a part B. And, uh, and so, and so I pay very, very little, some of her drugs she gets for nothing. And that's because they negotiated it through that insurance company. Yeah. So do your work in advance. Yeah, it's, and people hear that $6,000 deductible that scares them. But I always right. look at it this way. If you had, God forbid, a massive heart attack today, and it's a $200,000 bill, you're on the hook for six grand of it. That's exactly so, right. And, and that's how we approached it, Ron. We approached the $6,000 knowing that we did our work, knowing that Health Alliance would has negotiated lower pricing so that we're not going to pay an extraordinary amount of, of money to, to health providers. Yet if something catastrophic happens it's only six grand and it's protecting all your other assets and, and all my other assets are protected now uh my money manager may not be happy when we both are on medicare when i say now i want to start withdrowing money out of my <laughs> now i really want to start living yeah they, now now, I, now we're gonna now we're gonna go to hawaii twice this, this yeah, year. That's but good. It, it does work 
and 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 the key to all of it is just is and it's not hard. It's simple. Just read, react, and make a phone call. Now, what are some of the steps? I know we're getting close to wrapping this up. So wrapping this up, what are some of the steps that you would you would say do these things as you're walking through this minefield? How would you hold somebody's hand through the minefield over the airwaves? Here? First of all, what you need to do, if, if you were going to do it for 2020 or 2021, uh, see what your income is going to be. You've got to predict what your income is going to be, okay? And, 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 and so if you're still working, that doesn't exist because you probably have health insurance. If you don't have health insurance through your, through your employer, then you still want to see what your income is going to be. And then go, you can go to the uh, healthcare.gov and go to the marketplace and you're, they allow you to go through and, and, and without even setting it up, just look at what's there. So the thing to do is start plugging in information. Yes. You okay. plug in and, and estimate. The first thing is estimate what your income is going to be taxable income, okay. gross income. And then go to the marketplace, look at the different policies, look at the different companies, uh, enter what your estimated uh, income is going to be. That will, once you pick a policy, what you want, it'll show you what your premium is going to be. And then when you hit uh, enter, I, I say that simply, but at the end, then it will tell you, yes, you receive tax credits. You now will only pay $248 a month rather than uh, $1,350 a month. Right. Okay. If you are over the plateau, then it's going to tell you you can have this policy, but you're we're going to bill you uh, thirteen fifty a month. So, what you ha- and that's okay. Now you know where your what the plateau is and what you're what you have to reach and how you're going to reduce your taxable income for next year. Right. In order to fall beneath. And like that you plateau. did the last year of work, even though it wasn't fun paying those taxes, pay those taxes yes. now on stocks or other assets that you have. Turn it into cash live off that cash to help keep your taxable income below the marker. We liquidated some very good stock, mm-hmm. but in the, at our age and in the long run, it saved us. I, I, I think I, and, and, and I'm the only one would know this, but I think when I calculated it on, you know how I am, Ron, I, You're I, a numbers I, do, cruncher. I do it in advance. I think that at the end, cause I don't do it for one year. I, I look out until, until my wife is on, on Medicare. I think it's going to save us a hundred thousand dollars. Wow, isn't that something? Yeah. And now, granted, we sold some stock that we were not drawing interest on, but I think overall it's going to save us uh, a little over a hundred thousand dollars by playing by the by system, u- utilizing the Affordable Care Act to our advantage, uh, instead of looking at it as oh, I wish you know it didn't exist or something. It exists. It's there. So use it. And use it to your advantage. But you got to do the due diligence. You have to read. You have to understand. You have, And the money side of it, you have to do in advance. You can't do right. it. I'm going to do it. Okay, you've got to do it from November 1st to December 15th. You've got to plan a year in advance of that. That's good. Don't go in blind and spend plenty of time ahead of time looking at these things. Nope. And, and it's it's not that hard. It's there. It's, and, and, and the Affordable Care Act will help you now. It's better than it was. And so and they want you to receive tax credits. The, the, the call centers will try to help you get to that. But – Boy, be careful! Uh, don't don't buy a lottery ticket. You might win, <laughs> and if you win, if you win five thousand on the lottery, it's going to cost you fifteen on the other end. Oh, so wow. at the end of the year, so uh, those are the things that we can't play. We can't play those games. Wow. You know? Well, Fred, thank you so much. I really appreciate your time. Thanks for your story, and uh, if you're okay, we may have you back again as well. Uh, it's it's fun to talk about it because I do a lot of work on on this, and I do it every year. 
And and when I, when I start it, my wife says, "Oh boy, he's starting it," but she don't want to do it, <laughs> right? <laughs> and it's for her. But it's fun, and then you'll find ways, and you say, "Oh man, I found another way." No, to make it work for us better. Oh, that's and good. So it, it's good. Well, that's good. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Thank you. In between the niches is sponsored by Integrated Investment Systems Inc. Owned and operated by Ron Hoyle. Integrated Investments can be reached at phone number three zero nine three six one. 7710 and on the web at www.iisinc.org where we talk about faith, family, finances, and just real situations in life that people get into.